Good morning. You're listening to My Rapids Real Estate Show on AM 1320 WFHR, your weekly radio show focusing on real estate, the market, and everything related to housing in central Wisconsin. So keeping on on the Wood County Parks thing, we also do Discover Wood County. Okay. So it's everything all year long that happens within Wood County. So when you say Wood County, when you think Wood County, it's not just Wisconsin, Wisconsin Rapids. Rapids, Port, Nakusa. It's also Marshfield. Marshfield. So we work really closely with the Hub City Times. Um, Peggy Sue is great up there. She takes her portion of what she needs to do and gets all of her ads, all of her information. And then I get my stuff. So that first page, we got, you know, the gaming, the Ho-Chunk Gaming is right there. So, you know, it's destination places, things you want to see, things you want to do. I believe there's even, I hope that there is, um, calendar of events on things that are, well, yeah, here's that, are ready fields, scheduled. Yeah, that are scheduled for 2021. So this is 2021. We're working, we're already starting to work on 2022. You know, it's it, almost that time of the year. I know. And it's crazy how fast this year has gone. So when so. does 2022 come out? So that way. I want to say it's like February. Okay. So it, it, we we try we aim for January, um, but we have always have to wait realistically, for, yeah, because of production, and we have to make sure if it's in their schedule too. Because okay. these are specialty magazines; the papers come first. Okay, and they don't just do Wisconsin Rapids papers; they do all oh. of our papers. So, and not just for MMC local. I'm sure they have other newspapers that they they publish as well. Okay. And then with the magazine, it's a different type of paper, so mm. that you know they got to spool that up into their machines, yeah. and it's, it's and the nice runs. thing that I didn't mention is. Um, when you said paper, mm-hmm. is our beautiful magazine or Discover, some of our other magazines have that glossy new magazine-y type front cover. Okay. So it is a little bit more eye-catching. It doesn't like rip right away. When it doesn't you, look like, okay, we yeah. printed this off in uh, the it, back corner in the closet. Back corner and then we stapled it shut <laughs> right. with the shiny cover. Yeah. yeah. So it is, it's legit. It's legit. So, and that's the nice thing about our, our printer is they really take, they take the time to make it look nice. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Chris, almost 90% of everything, all the edit and stuff Chris does. Some okay. stuff, like I believe um, Kevin in our Marshfield office did discover Wood County. Um, but when we have, we also have Visit the Heart. Now, Ooh. back in the day, probably pre-my time, so Sue, Sue Lindau's time, they did um, Nakusa's Visitor's Guide. Yes. And that was big, obviously, mm-hmm. because Nakusa has a lot going on. They had their business council, so everybody was really involved. Well, because we weren't focusing on the other areas that surround Nakusa, Wisconsin Rapids, Port Edwards, Rome, um, we decided to call it Visit the Heart. Mm-hmm. So, because it's all encompassing. So we have that. And then we also include Rome, so it's also Adams County. So we have Northern Wood County and Southern Adams County. It gets County. a little confusing for people coming into the area when they hear Rome. And then they realize we call it's it Nakusa. Yeah. And it's not in Adams County. It's in It's not in Wooden County. It's in Adams. And we're like, well, you're you in Nakusa school. Address, yeah, you're Nakusa. in the Nakusa school district. And they're like, oh, how do the kids get to school? I'm like, they take the bus. Yeah. You know, just that confusion of, yeah. okay, so part of Nakusa is in Rome, which is which in a different, different county. county. How does this all work? So this is yeah. very helpful. It is. It's, it's great. And I'm so glad that Sue changed it from, from just being the Nakusa Visitor's Guide to Visit the Heart because it does encompass like Sand Valley's down in Rome. You know, mm-hmm. it's got deer cues, which is down in Rome, you know, they, and then we, we feature Papa Bear's mini golf, you know, so we, we make sure that just because it's in Adams County doesn't mean it's not part of our, our, our hearts. You know, so we do that. And then we talk about like the Monarch Festival that was happening in Port Edwards. I don't believe they're going to be doing that any longer. But, you know, that was a big, big thing that we did. And then everything that's going on, not only in just Wisconsin Rapids, like the Rafters, the River Kings, um, all the festivals that we have going on. And then, of course, Nakusa's festivals as well. Mm -hmm. So that's all kind of encompassed. And just so you don't have to travel too much further out, if you want to have something to do on the weekend, say, oh, I've got two days. What can I do in two days? Well, this is a nice little guide. And we put this in all the hotels. Okay. And then we also make sure the CVB and the chamber both get them because that's where people go when they're looking Mm -hmm. for something to do. And we do have e-copies um, out out there on our website at wrcitytimes.com if you're interested in looking those up. So if you want to okay. pull it up on your phone or on your laptop, we do have e-copies out there that are available. But like Ben said, it's nice just to have something in your hand as well to to take a look at those. All right. 
So what else is think. in your pile? I don't here. know. I'm trying to think if there's any. I think that's all of the discover things that we have okay. going on. So we do wedding planning. Um, so you're going to plan the wedding? I do plan. I don't plan weddings. Nobody wants me to plan their weddings. Believe me. Um, to be honest, I've only looked at it a handful of times. Um, it's it's very it's very simple. It talks about cake decorating and who who to contact for cakes. And okay. We also partner with Hub City Times and Stevens Point City Times. So it's all three areas. So it hits all of those markets as well. All right. Um, it's kind of a hit and miss. Um, it's, it's great for people that are interested in this, that people mm-hmm. are, who are getting married, who are engaged, you know, or even if they're going to a prom or a homecoming or something, because with homecoming coming right up, it's great. Oh, like, okay, well, it's a nice reference guide. Right. You know, it's, it's great for that, you know, and then the do's and don'ts and that's, it's kind of fun to read. Mm-hmm. You know? And once a year for that, twice a year, three, twice four? a year. Okay. I'm not asking. I'm going to say twice a year, twice a year. Um, like I said, I've, I've only done it a handful of times. So it's, it's obviously only a couple of times a year. Otherwise okay. I would see it more, but, but um, it's, it's, it's coming back. I think it took a little bit of a die, a, le- a, a slow down time during COVID mm-hmm. as did a lot of our, uh, I was going to say a lot of things, things did. So. Yeah, so we well, have the wedding. Well, it's nice to bring it back, kind of give it that new, new fresh, yeah. then that new and look, and just go, okay, this is what we're going to be doing now. And that's what I was hoping. So as you can see, this one has the paper. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't have that nice high gloss and things like that. So that's one thing that I, I mentioned. I said, maybe we should change it up a bit. You know, maybe if we make it look as nice as our other magazines do, then people will tend to gravitate towards it more and want to be a part of it. So, mm-hmm. so that's our aim. That's our goal. To do to do that, um, and oh, I guess I do have another travel guide. We have journeys, Wisconsin journeys. So it's all of the things that happen in Wisconsin, in the state of Wisconsin, the big things. Um, oops, this one's bent. I apologize. Just fun things, Hodag. Um, so we encompass all. We have the Northwoods here. We have all the contact information, the calendar of events, everything that's going on throughout the entire state. For so somebody that wants to travel but doesn't want to leave the state. This is the magazine for you. Well, and we've got so much great stuff oh, in the state. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. My husband bought me a hundred and hundred and one things to do and more in Wisconsin. And I'm like, so mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I have not done any of them yet. I but was going to say, do you have a checklist going? No, or? he bought it for me like 10 years ago. I had to find the book. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just amazing the things that, that Wisconsin does have to offer. Right. You know, there's beaches, there's waterfalls. It's just, it's phenomenal. And it's not just activities like, you know, Bay Beach or anything like that. You can mm-hmm. actually go and as a de- destination place, you know. So Door County. That's, mm-hmm. in, that's in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, yeah. that's okay. in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> well, and tons of museums along the way. We went to a museum over... On the east side of the state, Appleton, Oshkosh area. We went to the Oshkosh, Oshkosh. to go yep. see the Titanic. Oh, exhibit. that's cool. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. I, when the movie came out, totally, you know, did my, my nerding of the Titanic, mm-hmm. read everything, you know, dove right into it. Yeah. But I was never able to see anything that came from the ship. Oh, okay. So... There was going to be and one. And they actually have stuff there. Yeah, they well, actually I didn't did. Know that. So they they had a huge one in New York. I'm like, well, I'm not going to drive to New York. Oh, to why go not? See it. I would go with you. It's just down the street. It's I just know. down the street. I know. It's like 17 hours. So <laughs> when I found out that it was going to be in Wisconsin, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm like, I don't care if there's only like two things from it, mm-hmm. but just for the fact of that, I can now just go a bucket checklist yeah, and go. Exactly. Saw something from the Titanic. So That's awesome. it was really Is it still neat. there? Um, I do not think so. I, I don't think so. Okay. I, I'm not sure. I think it ends in October. So mm-hmm. wait a minute, we're still in September. So it might still be there. Okay. But yeah, it was what, 20 bucks per person to oh, go in and see bad. it. It was very reasonable. And yeah. then you get a ticket mm-hmm. and then you go through and then you scan your ticket to find out whether or not you lived or died. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So it, it actually has. So it gives you the suspense the whole time you're walking through right. this tour. It's like, oh my gosh, am I going to make well, it? Well, and, and then this person you can reference to the different parts of the ship, you know, first class, second, third right. class. And you're so like, as oh. you read through, it gives you a little bit of a, a brief history about who you were and where you came from. Oh, that's neat. And where, what's your destination? Why were you going to be going on the Titanic? What was your, your plan once you hit? I have to look to see if that's still there. Yeah. That is so neat. It's really neat. And they really did a nice job of making sure that the history of the Titanic, of how it was connected to Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So throughout, as you walk through, 
they'll have, you know, in Wisconsin, this is what they did for the Titanic. Part of this electrical system was designed here in Wisconsin and they put it on the ship. Wow. That's so, really neat. I did not know any of that. Yeah. I mean, I geeked out when I went, when I saw the movie too, because I mean, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, but you know, I didn't, I didn't get as nearly as deep as you did. Well, That's yeah. a fabulous. And, and then looking in, you know, some of those statewide publications, like you said, mm-hmm. um, we can also get excited about like the maritime museum connections and, mm-hmm. you know, Wisconsin and their maritime history. And it mm-hmm. sort of all rolls into that. And then our local as well. You know, we had the Betty Boop exhibit yes, a couple years do. ago. Yes, yes, we do. Actually, I have the exhibit in my house now and in my car. So I was going to say. It's, it's well-preserved. So, but yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to geek out now. That's okay. Because we he said Betty Boop. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> you did this, Ben. Because you know, the creator of Betty Boop was actually from Wisconsin Rapids. Grim Correct. Network. Yes. So, and it was, okay, you guys already know all of this. I don't know. But I thought it was really cool because, you know, it's funny because my, my, my editor, Chris, she had no idea that he was originally from here. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, you have to go to the museum. There's a, like a historical marker right outside the museum that gives you all the information. I said, then he got to Disney and all this. And she's like, what? So I'm like, now we all geeked out. And now I have Betty Boop on my wall in my office. She painted me a Betty Boop mural. Oh, excellent. Yes. Did you see that when you came in? No. We oh, got I distracted by the pretty water and the ducks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you come into my office, you got to okay. see my wall. <laughs> I was so excited. I had to take a picture and send it to everybody. I guess I missed you. I apologize. That's okay. But yeah, so yeah, seeing, seeing, seeing all those wonderful things and the ties that, you know, it truly bring them home, which is mm-hmm. great. And it'd be great to bring back the Betty Boop Festival. In fact, Chris, when she found out how much I loved Betty Boop, they wanted to actually do a magazine about it. And I said, that might be a little overboard, but I would totally be game if you did that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's national treasure here in mm-hmm. Wisconsin Rapids. Right. So yeah which I thought was pretty cool too. So what, what else do you got? Oh, I'm talking. My throat hurts. <laughs> That's okay. Um, all right. So the last two that I think that I have here, I wrote my list down is, well, I forgot. I didn't have any silence boards. Um, I, we did not get the monthly subscription dropped off in our office yet, but silence boards is really cool. It's a, um, it talks about all the sports that are quiet. So stand up paddle boarding, kayaking, biking, anything that doesn't like, not motorcycles, not ATVs, not UTVs. So the sport not, itself is quiet, not it, yeah. like the people in not, the sport yeah. are quiet because I'm like, oh, gosh, you're no, listing because, off a bunch of stuff I'm no, going, Heather. No, things things um, that don't require them to make noise to work. Okay. You know, so like the stand-up paddle boarding, which I cannot do. You know, Kim Kinsey laughed at me for forever because I kept falling off when the chamber took me on their adventures. I'm like, Mm-mm. but kayaking now, I love. Kayaking I love using my yeah. kayaking. I northward. I uh, rented a couple of kayaks from Northward Pedal and Paddle, and I had the best time on Lake Wazija. Mm-hmm. It's so much that my husband and I went out and bought three kayaks the next day. Oh, nice! Because we liked it that much. You know, I'm like, okay, that's the nice. And it is. It is a silent sport. Mm-hmm. You know, you sit there and you just take in the scenery. You take in everything that's around you, and you can just forget anything else. It is else. so nice. I yeah. try to walk around the lake a little bit in the mornings, and you know, at six a.m. out there, that lake is nice and it's quiet. Gorgeous. And it is. It's just really nice. There's always been, you know, a couple people mm-hmm. out on the lake, and it's like. I like to bike it your, in the mornings. Your motor yeah. is making my morning walk a little. Stop. Shut like, your boat off. <laughs> Let me have my Zen time. Exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it's just really, really yeah. beautiful out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's amazing. There's so many other places besides Wasicha that you can do kayaking, that you can do the stand up pedal boarding. I mean, mm-hmm. Kim, when she takes us, it's on the river. And right. sometimes the rapids is very rapid. So, <laughs> so it's, it's really cool. So that magazine is really neat. That comes out every month. So okay. next time okay. I think about it, I'll stop by and drop you guys off one just so you, if you want to take a look at okay. it. Okay, so, excellent. Yeah, that comes out of our um, Stevens Point office. Okay. So, so then the two that are very, very brand new, one's so brand new, it's still on a piece of paper because I just started selling it today. Okay. So the first one we caught, we were going to talk about is The Heritage, which is a history magazine that is brand new. This is the very first copy we've ever done, and it encompasses Wood County and Portage County. So this magazine is it's really neat because it went into the history of the UWSP. It also talked about um, Skunk Hill, Point Bass is in there. I was going to say got, Point we Bass. Got the art, we got the articles okay. from your mother for Point Bass. We got Pittsville. Um, a couple other things that I didn't really. And it, the neat thing about this, and I have to reread it, is it, I don't I don't know what um, 
the Brazo Billy is. I have, or Bezu Billy. I don't know what that is. So like the neat, neat thing is, is it tells you about history that you've never seen before. That's the you stuff know? that they didn't teach us in school? Apparently, because I do not, well, that or I wasn't paying attention. But this magazine will come out twice a year. So this one came out, I believe, in July. The next one will come out in January. Okay. So these go out to all the historical museums, the arts councils. I mean, this is, and, and you can see the, his, the historical museum is very excited about this because mm-hmm. Phil Brown, who's the president over there, helped write some of the articles that are in okay. here. So, and then we got lots submitted, like, like your mother submitted some. So we try to make sure that what we're getting um, is very true, very true history. And we portray it to the best that we possibly can. Mm-hmm. You know, everything okay. is there hundred percent true. And then our final one that um, I love because I, I've in the last two years since I've started at the city times, I, I go every second and fourth Wednesday of the month to which now they're at the Elks Lodge to heroes cafe. <clears throat> and I started going there only because Chris wanted me to cover Miss um, Wisconsin Rapids was going to play her violin. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I don't have anything to do. I'll go take a picture. Well, after that one picture, and I was talking to a bunch of the guys, and I'm like, this is like the neatest thing. And hearing their stories. It is. You know, and listening, you know, and it's like, I, they didn't know me from Adam. I didn't know them, but they were very talkative about, you know, it's, it's, it's neat to hear the passion, you know, mm-hmm. and the struggles that they went through with Vietnam or, you know, um, the other wars that they were involved in. And it was just like, wow, it's, it's huge. So now I go. Twice a, twice a month, I always cover the quilts of valor okay. to make sure that gets in there as well. Because a lot of a lot of deserving people. The next one's in November, and I think there's going to be twenty veterans that are going to be getting their quilts. Wow! Oh, excellent. So, which is the highest that we've had so far? Usually, there's about eight to twelve yeah. that get them. So, um, but this magazine is going to to um, focus only on Central Wisconsin veterans. Okay. So it'll talk about and like today's newspaper. Um, when you get a chance to look at it, we have I think it was today's. I was going to say you brought it today. I did. Um, no, it was last week's, the Red Arrow. Um, and it talks about that, that group of people that came together to um, help fight. And they named, them, they named themselves the Red Arrow. And then it talks about um, the local honor walks. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the honor walks. No. Okay. So the honor walks are um, veterans that, so if you go, go through like Rudolph or Pittsville, they have the flags on with um, people's. Pictures from the army and their days of service. Right. Okay. Um, and it, and it, what it is, is like, it's just like a walk through history. So okay. you can, it's not like necessarily you're walking. I, I drove through Rudolph and took a look at it. And it was really neat because I, I saw J.B. Moody's up there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so neat. And then I saw my Uncle Leo's up there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I, where are they picking these People these submit bets. them. Oh, really? People can submit them. So... <clears throat> through the Heroes Cafe, I'm working with a, a gentleman named Jerry, and he is searching for people to sponsor the banners. Okay. And then what happens is then they can also submit a photo with that history behind that person that they're sponsoring. Excellent. So it's it's really a great cause, and, and it's only $300 to get your banner up, and then you can keep the banner if you want to, or you can, you know, reuse it again the next year because okay. I think they're, I don't know how often they do it. Um, I'm, we're very, very new to it. So it's really exciting to see how that happens. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so that's so the way they're going to discuss the honor walks. Um, there's a number of other, the local veterans, the groups that are, I'm trying. Um, so yeah, the honor walks, the local, the local veterans, and then just any stories that they have submitted that they, that they wouldn't like to have in the magazine as well. And so my job is to go around and make sure that I get sponsors mm-hmm. to support that magazine. And I really, you know, this is like the neatest one I think that the City Times has ever done. I think so you too. Know, I think because of everything that's been going on in the world right now, I think this will really hit close to home mm-hmm. for a lot of people. And we're really excited to see how this comes about. And there's really now a new turn to looking at our vets and making sure that our vets They're are taken, taken care, care of. Absolutely. And I think that's really important. My dad is a vet. Mm-hmm. And I think now is when I realize, you know, oh, they're really now caring about him. Yeah, when where, they should have the second he got home right, from wherever where he was. Or Normally, when we were in school, it's like, oh, yeah, dad served. Well, now it's now a total like, different you yeah. know, aspect of that of... You know, yeah, my dad's a vet. Okay, well, where did he serve? What did yeah. he do? I mean, they yeah, want they to want know. To know. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, this, you know, he served our country. He went and he did this. We want to make sure that he's, he gets that acknowledgement. He gets that yeah. acknowledgement. He gets that respect 
from Absolutely. from these other groups and you tell anyone, oh yeah, my my dad is is a vet or my brother, or my uncle, you know, they want to know about yeah. that person and just kind of like hug them in the family. I'm going, you know what, you're important and it's, to it's, us. It's amazing when when you when you say something like that because once you're uh, once you're in the vet family, there's no going back. I'm like, no. I don't even have any. Well, my son-in-law is in the army, but like my father didn't serve or anything like that. But because I've been going to all of these heroes cafes, I walk in and those guys are protective. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, come sit here. Make sure, you know, and then they, you don't even have to be a vet to have the vets take care of you. Right. You know, it's like when you say that family, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, they take care of each other. They look out for each other. And if you watch what the heroes cafe does and even the VVA, the VFA, the VVA, they have those brat fries. They have those poppy seed fundraisers. Mm-hmm. It's important to support those kind of things because that money goes to, it's a good, to a good cause. They do fundraisers for focus. You know, Bill Heck, when, he's so funny because he'll he'll make announcements every every Wednesday morning and be like, don't forget to donate. Don't forget to donate because all that food, all that money goes towards the, sweeps, the focus program. And that food goes back out into the, into the community and he goes, yes. and we're about serving the community. Yeah. You know, they don't even focus on themselves. Everything that they collect, everything that they sell their brats fry or, or their poppy seeds for, um, their flowers or orange blossoms. Yep. Orange blossoms. I'm sorry. There's, there's like so many out there because the Marines yeah. have their, their own way, way back in the day. I think I was the last poppy princess. Oh, okay. So, okay. so I'm not far off. Okay. No, right. no, you're not. Because you were a poppy princess. That's I was amazing. a poppy princess. That's, that's beautiful. So yes. Beautiful. So yeah. Um Jeff Crutchmeyer yes. was the was my prince. Oh, I think I remember this story. So, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling us about so that. So I yeah. always like to kind of, you know, there's very few vets who will understand what that terminology means. When I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm a poppy princess, they're like, Oh, come here, sweetie. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I obviously didn't know it. So <laughs> it's like I'm a little bit well, of royalty, yeah. but yeah, you are. You know, but even <laughs> Even some of the now vets that are our age that are out, you know, they don't, they're starting to understand what, Mm -hmm. you know, the poppy princess was or some of those things that happened way back when they're like, you know what, we, we might need to look at bringing some of that back. Yeah, I agree. And so I was talking with one of, um, someone over at the VFW, Sean. Oh yeah. Sean. Sean Mm -hmm. Plant. Yes. Yep. So I asked him, I'm like, so. He's Are you going to bring nice that? Guy. He's like, I've never heard of that. That's because he's young. He's, he's still young. pretty young. Yeah. But a couple guys turn around. They're like, we know what that is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Bring it back. We need to bring, bring it, back. it back. Yeah. And it gets the, it gets the young people involved. It right. gets them a little bit more history and a little bit more understanding of what's going on in, in the military world. Right. So, yeah. No, granted, the only thing I really remember about being the poppy princess was that I got to miss school. Oh, I'm saying that Jeff Kirchmeyer was your prince. <laughs> no, and I don't know. We I don't know about that school. one, but <laughs> we got to we had to walk in a parade. So we were mm. with the vets. We walked in a parade, That's and then cool. we always had to um, we laid a wreath at at a cemetery. Oh, so that's I mean, it's sweet. it's very small of what I really remember, and I can keep in mind it was five years old. Yeah. So what I yeah. remember is that that's pretty pretty good. Yeah. But it was a really neat thing to do. I mean, I remember doing it, and I always knew that it was really important. And then all of a sudden, they, they didn't do it because you, they had a crowning ceremony for the next year. Okay. So every there was yeah there was two people every year, That's and neat. there were certain See, things yeah, that you got to do need to bring that back. Yeah. I really think they need to bring that back. Yeah. So, Sean, if you're listening, yeah, Sean, let's see if you Sean. figured this out. I've got his email. I'll okay. send him a note. Excellent. <laughs> no, I love working with Sean. He actually sends us, which is great because we do have the calendar of events now starting back up in our newspaper. He sends us all of that information that the okay. VFW, the VBA, all those things that is going on, like their pancake breakfast that they just had for the 9 11. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, okay, here's our information. So we throw that out as much as we possibly can. It goes in the newspaper. And if I have a form, which he did send me, it goes out on Facebook page as well. And all that stuff, we try very, very hard um, to make sure it's free for the veterans. Mm-hmm. So when anybody calls us, like um, Beth Schaefer from Nakusa, they did the memorial service like for the vet, um, cemeteries. Mm-hmm. Over Memorial Day. She's like, can I get this in the paper? I'm like, absolutely. And she's like, can you let me know the cost? I'm like, it's for the veterans. No, don't worry about it. You know, no. we, we, we want to take care of those who took care of us. Right. You know, I'm like, absolutely. I said, this is, this is amazing. Just give me the information. We'll get it in for you for free. You know, and so we try very hard to make sure that, that we always do that for our veterans. 
you know, it's important to get their information out there. Yeah. And that's what we're hoping with this magazine. Well, I'm looking that, forward to this. Yeah, so that way yeah, I'm, I'm excited dad's, to see get it. dad's picture in there and a little bit of a bio about yeah, him. Have your mom send something. We'll get something in there. She'll be happy to send know, you she'll, something. She'll write us a book. <laughs> that's for sure. She'll, she'll write the magazine for us. Exactly. <laughs> well, and, and like we've kind of been alluding to the current day or the, the younger vets, I guess. I mean, we haven't had a draft in generations, which is a good thing. So the, mm-hmm. the, the forced uh, yeah, the military, forced military activity, yeah. it you know, that that was a huge significance. It was. Um, and we've been blessed that we haven't had to go into that. Mm-hmm. The warfare is so much different now, but still there's there's a lot of challenges to the vets that were, you know, over in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, I mean, warfare's changed. It's still traumatic oh yeah and yeah. and how it's become different and now that like you and i you know we're, we're older now becoming more adult and seeing these things we, we can make those connections that our, our older vets were going through mm-hmm. some things and now us as adults we're seeing this resurgence again so yeah, yeah. getting everybody involved is going to be yeah, huge absolutely. it's great yeah. yeah i know my my son-in-law was in iraq um last year for over a year and he couldn't come home because it was during COVID. Ooh. And so his, his leave got pushed and pushed. And my daughter's in Alaska by herself, mm-hmm. you know. And so she's like, I just want him to come home. I just want him to come home. You know, of course, you know, being, they were just married, you know, being young, being married, being in a strange state all by herself, you know. I was supposed to have gone with her, but COVID hit and you couldn't fly. Um, <clears throat> but so she, she, she bided her time and Andrew finally came home. And I think it was two weeks into him being home. She's like, I need him gone. He can't be here. I said, honey, you have no idea what he just went through. Yeah. I said, I said, you need to give him a break. I said, you don't know what happened over there. I said, he's not going to be the same person that left. You know, I said, and you have to understand that you have to realize that they are dealing with things that they saw that, you know, that happened to them. I said on their own time, on their Mm -hmm. own terms. And it takes a while. I think it was just the other day she said, I think he's finally coming around and it's been over a year, you know, so it takes you know, a while it takes to get a used long to time. that. Yeah. You know, and like when you're overseas, when you're over in a different country and you're serving your country, you know, it's like you have that disconnect. I mean, granted now, I mean, the kids were able to FaceTime, which, you know, if you think about it, obviously that did not happen in the Vietnam Wars. No. You know, I mean, you, you would wait for weeks to get a letter. Yeah. You know, and that's why, you know, I don't know if you guys got a chance to read in, in the paper a couple of weeks ago, I think it was August 11th that it came out, our letters home. It's a special section that we put together based on letters that were submitted by people in the war. And it's so neat that I'm going to cry because it was just so touching. The letter that was submitted was from Marla over at the tool shed. It was her family member that had gone overseas. Um, I don't remember which war it was, but he had passed away and he had been killed over in the war and it was the letter explaining to the family what had happened and that was what was in the newspaper and it's like reading that is just like it just kind of enlightens you and sees the struggles and then to think about what that family had to go through when they actually read that letter it was just like you know it just hits so close to home Mm -hmm. you know and it's like I don't know. It's like you have to, you have to be, you have to walk a mile in that for person's shoes to, to completely understand what they go through over there. Well, know? we look at our <clears throat> class. I think we've got at least ten vets mm-hmm. in our class, yeah. at least, at least. Yeah, and and it, some I didn't even know about. And I'm like, wow, I did not know you served. You know, which right. is amazing. Right, and some of it, you know, kind of comes out a little bit of, you know, I didn't know because mm-hmm. we all left. We all went in our separate yeah, directions, we all lived our own lives. You know, and, and then all of a sudden you start seeing them coming home. And worked with a, a few people and, you know, they're like, well, I'm a vet now. Yeah. I'm like, didn't know. I'm like, okay, well, I put together a list then. Of- yeah. Then you then you, then you change your, right. your look. So what you're we now with. have I a list especially of, for you guys. of all of our vets that we have worked with. Mm-hmm. So on Veterans Day, it's That's like, nice. okay, you know what? I'm, I'm glad for these, you know, 15 people that we were able to help a past vet get into a home. Mm-hmm. And help and start then a new I chapter. On your end, like dealing with dealing with the banks and stuff too. You know, like okay, here when like when you reach out to the bank or however, I don't know how you guys do it, but and like okay, here just as just as an FYI, they are a vet, so then they qualify the, for the VA loan right away. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's nice to have that opportunity out there for them, and right. you know, on you on your end, and thanking them and being there for them and realizing what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it kind of makes you change your way of thinking just a little bit. Yeah really do appreciate everything that you guys have done and 
we're just very grateful for that. And I'm glad that the the City yeah. Times is doing something special for them. And so look for this. It actually comes out November 3rd, which is great because it'll get into everybody's hands before Veterans Day. Excellent. So it'll be hot off the presses in everybody's hands. Um, I'm eager. I'm so eager to see, you know, what it looks like when it's done. I'm mm-hmm. excited to read the stories. I know Chris has got such a huge vision. We've already met with like so many of the veterans groups to make sure that we're getting it right because we want to make sure that we do it justice, you know? Right. So it's, it's really cool. I'm, I'm very excited about it. All right. Excellent. I think that kind of answers our usual typical question is the one most exciting thing you're looking forward to. <laughs> I think we just the veterans <laughs> magazine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, good. you know, and we are looking for sponsors. So if anybody is interested in helping promote and support this, this amazing magazine, um, please just give our office a call. So if I'm just a regular person who wants to do just a, I love my veteran and stick in my dad's name, my family name, whatever, we can, can we do that? Together for you. So this Absolutely. is not just it doesn't a business. Have to be just businesses, so, no. you know, if you want to do a great service and, and help this out, you know, definitely get a hold of if Heather. Have, like, especially like a family. Sorry, like a family group, mm-hmm. like there's multiple of you because it's not it's not going to be extremely cheap. Um, the ads, because we are printing so many and they're going to such specific locations. Right. The ads are a little bit on the higher end. Um, so as an individual coming in and placing an ad, we would absolutely support that 100 percent. But if you had more than one individual helping with that support ad to break up the cost a little bit would probably be best. You know, All so right. if you had like. The family, family members, family members coming in and being like, yeah, we want to support you. You know, dad's been doing a great job. We got to, we got to make sure we, we honor him this way. So. All right. Excellent. And we can put his picture and his, his service and everything in that ad saying, thanks dad, you know, and the years awesome. that he served and all those wonderful things. So absolutely. We, we aim to please. All right. So get a hold of Heather. Yep. Absolutely. Give us our, a call. I can, I'm going to rattle off our, our contact information. All right. Best way to um, get a hold of us is um, by our phone number at 715-256. 4446. Of course, visit us at wrcitytimes.com. Follow us on Facebook or just come in and see our new office at 110 Lincoln Street, Suite 110. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you, Heather, for coming. Thank you for having me. I hope I didn't talk too long. Oh, you did it. (laughs) We could probably go on for hours. I know. There's other things we could talk about too, but. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate both of you. Thank you. So fun having Heather. It is. I think anytime you get two of us from Nakusa together, we can really talk hometown happiness. Well, y'all were from like the same class, weren't you? Yes, we did graduate together. So mm-hmm. I think I've known Heather since I think it was second grade, second or third grade. So she didn't start off in first grade with us. She came a little bit late to the game, but she made up for it. Definitely made up for it. So. All right. So what can we catch up on? The last part of the hour here. We've had a lot of activities. Yeah, we've had a lot of activities. So let's start with our office tour. So we went to go see some properties today. Got to see a nice three-bedroom home in... Town of Grant. Town of Grant. There we go. It was on 17 acres. Mm -hmm. And it's got some apple trees that sort of... Some apple trees, a couple pole buildings. It was really nice. It was really nice to go and check out this home. It was a tri-level, I believe. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Needs a little bit of updating, but that's okay. And then, yeah, we went to go see some vacant land. Yes. We love our vacant land here in the office, so definitely got to see some good buildable sites. We got one that both of them, I'm going to say, were waterfront. One had a stream, one had a lake. Well, Crick Frontage. Crick Frontage. Yeah. Um, and, and that was uh, a fairly long five and a half acres. Mm-hmm. So it had well over 100 feet of Creek Frontage. Yes. Um, and, and along the side of the property line, not like through it. So right. yeah, that, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, um, we have one listed over on NEPCO in the Bay. In the Bay. In the Lilypad Bay. I call it the Lilypad Bay. I don't know if there's a real true name for it, but it had a whole bunch of lily pads in it. So that's why I'm naming it the Lilypad Bay. And it, I think it's, uh, an address on Bayview. Bay Shore. Bay Shore. Okay. I, is stuff with the bay. It's something with the bay. Mm-hmm. But definitely check out the Facebook page. We're going to have some photos up and a video here shortly. Already did. All right. So check out the Facebook page and uh, check out that video. It's a very beautiful, buildable lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the wo- it's wooded currently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, however you want to build it out, if you want to be surrounded by trees, that's a possibility as well. Right. Yeah, that's a great opportunity. And that's not terribly expensive for a, a Nepco Lake lot. No, we have it listed at 65000 Excellent. Yeah, and then we had some weekend activities that we had gone through. Yep, so we went to the home show and got to hang out with Central Home Improvements. We call them Chai. So just in case you hear us say the word chai, we're really referring to central home improvement. So And there's chai decor. And there's chai decor, which is really awesome. They have a they have their Halloween setup. And pretty soon they'll be switching from Halloween to their Christmas, which I always look forward to. Well, see now I've got a lot of Halloween fan friends. Yes, you do. Right. Um, and really because it's it's a holiday that we don't have to spend with family it's you know not, not a family focus but it could be it could be and it's it's a creative holiday so you can you can pretend you can let out whatever part of you feels interesting if you want to be a unicorn you can be a unicorn exactly and you know each each family approaches every holiday a little bit differently mm-hmm. and i know for my family we normally do not decorate for halloween we don't go trick or treating we don't do those sort of things um it was just personal preference right and, you know, that's okay. We still handle candy at the house, but you're not going to have our one Halloween decoration is Fox. The black cat. The black cat. So you get Fox as our Halloween decoration. We keep her up year round. Okay, we entertain her year round. <laughs> and um, that kind of leads into the, uh, so people decorate for Christmas with these, you know, like, uh, City scenes, there's little village Christmas villages, villages, right? That's what I'm going with. So Chai Decor has Halloween villages. They do. And they do look really cute. They do. I'm not going to say that it's scary or it's not cute or anything. It's just not what my family does. No, but I I thought it really, really fun with the the Halloween villages. Because like Christmas villages, you know, you've got a lot of classic Christmas carol sort of things. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Halloween Village is like classic, like movie monsters, you know, the Munsters, right. Frankenstein, you know, that those fun parts of it. So, yeah, Halloween can be super fun or it can be like super off the wall and like gruesome if you're into that type of thing. Right. Yeah. So we had that on Saturday. That went fairly well, made a lot of good contacts. Yeah. And then on Sunday, we finished up the weekend with the Grand Affair. So again... It was really great. A lot of dogs. Yeah. I was just impressed of how many dogs there there were. There was quite a few to dogs. There was also a lot of humans too. So it was great to see the people, but it was also really great to see them bring their, their dogs down. And we had Clifford, the big red dog mm-hmm. over at the Southwood County Humane Society booth. So Clifford was there. And I think that's why all the dogs showed up is because Clifford came. And the River King. And the River King. And, of course, the car show. Yes, the car show. I did not get a chance to walk through the car show and take a look at those pretties, but definitely going to be heading down to Nakusa and checking out the Great Pumpkin Patch and check out the, the Pumpkin Festival and their car show. Well, the one on Grand Avenue, it stretched all the way across the bridge along First Street and then back over and along First Avenue. I think, yes. Yeah, that. Uh, it, yep. along the river, right? Um, talking with those people over 180, I think 183 oh, wow. actual registered. That's a lot. That is a lot. And it was kind of a sporadic overcast day and it, it drizzle rained a little bit. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't like a heavy downpour where you oh. got wet. It was just like a nice, gentle, soaking rain. And it didn't last too long, just came in a little bit of bursts. Right. Um, and the Grand Avenue, the, the vendors, we were um, wonderfully condensed. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't like empty spaces and you didn't have to walk all the way down to the YMCA. And so, back again to get some snacks. Right. Uh, it was very well done. Very good showing. Yes. And especially just because it was before Packer game. Go Packers. And everybody got out in time for the Packer game. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about the Packer game because it was not the best showing, but. Go Packers. Beginning season. You betcha. Yeah, that, that was a good turnout. We saw a lot of uh, previous clients, a lot of mm-hmm. current clients as well. Yeah. Well, that's good. 
What other projects do we got going on? Well, we have the basement remodel. Oh, the, the, um, yep, the unscheduled basement remodel. Well, it was scheduled just at a different time. Mm-hmm. So we were going to be doing this in February, March, probably somewhere in there. And we were going to. A little bit at a time. A little bit at a time, you know, just take down a wall and just kind of take a look at the wall and work our way around and kind of take a look at how the basement was constructed. Yeah. Um, so we had uh, contacted A and B roll-offs their and dumpster. their dumpsters. So we got a 20 yard and it was less than 500 bucks. Right. They were really, really accommodating, um, getting us in. We had it for a week. They took it out today. Yes, they did. So. Our entire basement, we had about 800 square feet that was finished. So mm-hmm. wall, ceiling, carpet. Yeah, it all fit in there pretty good. Yeah, and we're going to keep in mind too. So when we say that it, it was finished, it was 30-year-old carpeting. It was and, very thin. And it was 30-year-old paneling. So this was something that was scheduled to be done. Uh-huh. We knew we were going to be doing it. Um, we just didn't realize we we're going to be doing it as soon as what we did. But it's all done. It was, so, it was kind of like an archaeological dig as well. Right. We found a lot of really neat things stuffed up in the ceiling. So (laughs) I understand totally how this happens where, you know, you got some younger kids and you buy some Christmas presents throughout the year and you just shove them in that suspended ceiling and then you forget about them. Yep. Yep. It does happen. Uh Uh-huh. We found we had some visitors as well living in our suspended ceiling between the floor joists. So we had some bees, had, had a bees hive up there. Right. Paper wasps, I think. That's what I think the Facebook friends have determined that it was. Right. They have since been evicted. Okay. Excellent. It was, it was a, an empty nest anyway. Okay. So, you know, the other thing we realized too is at some point there was some mice infestation. You know, so when you're taking down those suspended ceilings, you know, we had to be a little bit careful of, you know, nuts and other things on top of those tiles. And we found out too that, so that, that piece... So when you build a house and you got the, I don't know what terminology I'm trying to shoot here for. I don't know what you're talking about. The parts that were not insulated that are supposed to be insulated, that end cap. Yeah, the rim joist. There you go. So the rim joist, we found out that that wasn't insulated, which kind of explains why the basement was as cold as it was. Right. So now we're looking at an insulation project of getting some insulation in and getting that all kind of more sealed up. And now that we know that it's like that, we have the opportunity because the suspended ceiling is now down and we have direct access to that. Exactly. And that's, you know, some of those maintenance things that we were, would be talking to, you know, new homeowners about as well. It's uh, all about controlling water. Like Mm -hmm. we've, we've been talking about and then controlling airspace as well. So sealing up air gaps and, you know, really controlling where heat transfers, um, Door seals, window seals, uh, a little bit of caulking can go a long way. Right. So now we're looking at getting a a pseudo professional grade spray foam. Like like they can come in um, like 20 pound LP tank size cans and you mix it and you can do an entire basement in a kit. Right. So So yeah, we're going to be looking at doing some some insulation here before the snow falls. Um, And then also we're looking at... updating some electrical service now that we have everything exposed. Yeah, we've got so access. Before we decide what we're going to do as far as a refinish, we're going to be looking at, okay, well, how can we make this basement or how can we make the house better while we have everything exposed? And lucky for us, we're in a single-story ranch, so almost all the electrical is run from the basement up into the walls. Right. So we can get almost the entire thing rewired fairly simply. Right. So we're going to have a contractor come out tomorrow, actually, middle of the week here to give us a quote on that. That should be mm-hmm. interesting. It should be a lot of fun. Um, again, you know, when you're looking at buying a home, some things don't kind of, you, you don't think about it. You're just like, okay, well, there's our panel. And we look at the panel and go, okay, well, at some point we're going to have to upgrade it. Well, what we didn't realize is that the panel was in the basement, but the electrical service came in from the garage. Well, underneath the garage, they, right. they had buried a conduit under the garage slab. Right. So we didn't really pay that much attention to that point. So, <clears throat> so when we look at doing the uh, the new electrical upgrade, now we have a little bit of a 
of a stepping stone that we've got to get over as far as what do we do now as far as bringing in more power to the house. How does that look? Right. But luckily, it's an easy project. It seems straightforward. These guys do it all the time, every day. Yep. You know, and that's why we're we're hiring someone to come in and, and take a look at it. So it's just a matter of what their plan is. And then we're looking at options to get a standby generator. You know, I love my alternative power sources. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, now, you know, being more out in the country, mm-hmm. more of an opportunity to lose power and having some sort of backup of, again, not doing a whole house generator, but just emergency items. And it, it'll it be interesting to see just where the price points are for each of those options. Because mm-hmm. if you have select circuits with a smaller generator that maybe we can upgrade to a whole house automatic start transfer switch type generator for maybe just a, a thousand to three thousand more you know you have to weigh those options see if that'll be worth it right but having the service installed now you know we can do that project in a year from now right to you set know just making yep we've got to set the the stage because we'd hate to do a service now come back in a year or two years and go oh i wish i would have done it this way and just had everything mm-hmm. um same way when we plumbed our old house for the natural gas. Right. We knew we were going to be doing the stove, a hot water heater, and a new furnace. Well, and, and it came with an electric water heater in a different room that wasn't connected with the other utility spaces. Right. So we're kind of thinking this would be so much better if we just had all the utility in one, one location. Room. And, you know, got everything all piped and ready to go. So that way, when it came time to replace the hot water heater... The plumbing was all there. They didn't have to come and, and readjust anything. They just did their branches and their cutoffs. And it was really nice. It was quick. It was easy. And then when they had to come in and replace the furnace, they already had everything plumbed the way that they wanted it to be plumbed. Right. So, and that's, you know, a testament to when you're looking at a house, having a savvy agent with you to kind of bounce some of those ideas around, especially if you're new to the home buying process. Mm-hmm. Um, You can get really excited about looking at a house and sort of not having those long-term plans in place. And that that was kind of one of the things that we did when we looked at the house going, we're going to get a house that has been lived in. So it's serviceable right right now. And where can we go with it from there? Then sort of thinking, what's the price we're willing to pay for that house in that condition, even though it was moving ready. Right. You know, okay. Can we live with certain things for whatever period of time? Right. When we moved into our house, you know, we didn't have to worry about, okay, well, we're going to need a new hot water heater. We're going to need a new furnace. Everything was there. We were just kind of looking at a house going, okay, if I throw out my back, if I break a leg and I got to go do laundry, I really would like to have it on that main floor. Is there a way to move the laundry from the basement to the main floor in a year or in two years? Just so that way we can get that start staging it for those long-term what-ifs. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and that's brought from a conversation of what do you want with the house? Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of people who just need an interim place, you know, roof over their head. They're going to stay in it for two years or, or whatever is convenient for them and then move on to bigger, better things. You know, maybe keep that then as a rental property. You know, so understanding what your long-term goals are or even just an inkling of what they might be because people's jobs change along the way and right. that's obvious. Yeah, it'll help us as as your agent to really hone in on um, helping you break down the houses that you see and those compromises along the way. Well, and it's asking, asking those questions of, you know, okay, so you're just married. Are you going to have kids? Do we need to worry about a dog? Do we need to worry about two dogs? You know, having those conversations to just to get you guys to think just a little bit further down the road, because finding out that, you know what, I need to now host Christmas and we've got a kitchen that's only going to be able to fit five people in it at most. And now you're hosting all the family events. You're going to need a bigger kitchen or you're going to need a bigger yard or a bigger garage. We need to kind of look at those situations and go, okay, well, I think we need to go we need to find something a little bit different or a different layout so that way you can see where the kids are going to be doing homework 
or you can be able to let the dog out from the kitchen into the fenced and backyard versus walking the dog all the way around. Or if you're set in your career path and you're about middle of the way through, you can see that long-term plan of, I want some place where I can age in place. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, that's kind of where we are. Yeah. And understanding that I can be in this place for another 40, 50 years. Maybe we would have to make a couple compromises along the way or make it an adjustment. There's opportunities there for us to grow into it the way we want it. Right. You know, like the kitchen, uh, bringing up the washing machine. We'll technically lose a full bath, but we'll still keep it as a half bath now with laundry. And like we've seen, main floor laundry is just as valuable as having a second full bath. Right. Yeah, a lot of lot of little nuances and interwoven things with the home buying process. Right, and you know, stay tuned, and we're going to be posting some pictures of all of our remodeling efforts that are going to be going on. Sure. We're going to be talking with some people about getting our basement um, a sure dry system. So sure dry is going to be coming in and talking to us about how to either help prevent water coming into the basement or sealing that whole entire process that you know, as far as how to take care of a basement that has the, that potential to be a wet basement, what do we do? So kind of stay tuned to, to some of those things as we delve deeply into some of those new nuances of home ownership. We've really, we're, we're learning a lot with our house through the School of Hard Knocks. You know, sometimes it's just... But that's real. Right. It, it's real. It's mm-hmm. real. It's real life that's going on. We... Uh, you never know what's going to happen with a home. You can have a home that looks 100% bone dry and the roof leaks because we got a heavy snow and a rafter broke and now we have water coming into the house. I mean, there's many different things that can go on as to why things happen. It's still the best investment yep. that pretty much anybody can make. Yep. And we're just kind of looking at this as this is part of home ownership of, mm-hmm. you know, yes, there's water in the basement. Yes, it kind of sucked. I got a good leg day workout for four days. Yeah. Um, still trying to recover from that. Still not looking. I'm not like liking stairs. I think a Kung Fu Panda, I believe it's number two, uh-huh. where he stands there and he goes, oh, my nemesis, stairs. That's how I feel every single time I've got to go up and down something. But so, it's all in good, good favor, good fun. So if y'all are curious about the listings that are currently active in our area, go ahead, check out myrapids.com. Um, that'll take you right to the website and you can peruse around there, do some searching. You put in your parameters. If you have a certain number of beds or baths that you're looking for, head over to myrapids.com. Myrapids.info has a number of area links and we learned a few more tonight talking with Heather from the City Times. Um, like you said, social media, our Facebook and Instagram are mm-hmm. going to be hopping here. Yes. For sure. And you've got a contact number. All right. You can always call or text at 715-323-2577. And of course, if you have uh, curious about something, want to send us questions or information, send an email to myrapidsradio at gmail.com. All right. Excellent. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Thank you so much for listening this morning and you all have a great Central Wisconsin day. Bye-bye.